Hey everyone, welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, there's a certain level of awe that people view celebrities in. And I've never, I won't say I've never really gotten it, but I don't get it to the point that some people do. I mean, I've seen people that have gone to a concert, been 20 yards from their favorite singer, and just been a little bit of piss dribbling out of their, their pants and can't breathe. And it, I'm all for celebrities. You know, somebody that has really worked their ass off, made the grade, made a great movie, a song, a sports, you know, they've had to that level of sports uh, acuity, whatever. You know, give them their props, give them their dues. I think a lot of them are overpaid and over... Don't get me started on Beyonce. I've always felt like she was shoved down your throat and you never had a choice as to whether she's... She's a genius. And if you don't agree with that, it's shoved down your throat even further. Make you seem like the uh, the new girl in the porn film, just gagging on it the whole time. But, sorry, I'm off on a tangent there. There are some celebrities, though, that... They're kind of frighteningly talented. You know, there's there's action stars that actually are people that can dance and they can sing and they can, you know, in their off hours, they do these amazing activities and hobbies. And you find out it's like the old TV shows. Uh, do you remember the Partridge family? And I realize this is one of those those old, old, old shows. If you're a millennial right now, you're just staring in confusion because it doesn't make any sense. The Partridge Family was a TV show. was on in like the 70s. And none of the kids looked like each other. It's like mom had sex with like six different guys. Because she had... Let me see. There was... Lori, Keith, Danny. And then the two young ones. I can't remember their names. But she had five kids. And none of them looked the same. But there was the one... The ginger. Uh, Danny. Danny played the bass. And the entire time he played the bass, you could tell he was not playing the bass. They were a family that played in a band called the Partridge Family. And they had this funky multicolored bus, and it was it was very 70s. But Danny played the bass, and he strummed it like a guitar. Well, you don't do that with a bass. You pluck it. You don't strum it. And I guess uh, the guy that played Keith... Uh, can't remember his name. And yet he was the heartthrob. All the, all the girls loved him. But he used to yell at him when they uh, filmed the, the song parts that it was, you pluck it, you don't strum it, uh, to the point that the director had to caution him not to scare him. Well, it turns out uh, Danny Bonaducci, who is the name of the actor, was a, a black belt in, in Kung Fu. So, you know, if Keith wants to come at him, come at him. Danny will kick your ass. And yet you see him in real... He was actually in a softcore porn film called Hots in the 70s, which was... At the time, it was fucking incredible. Uh, you had... It was like very, 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 very basic cable, and you would put it on the odd cable channel that was all static, but you could see things going on. And I first saw it on that channel, where you see a staticky boob, and it made your whole evening. It was every boy's masturbatory fantasy. And then uh, we upgraded our cable, and it was there. I saw it. It was amazing. But he became a... I think he was a radio DJ for a while. 
and that was terrestrial radio. And then also he was in the news for a bit there because evidently he picked up a hooker for a blowjob and in the middle of the blowjob reached down to find out that she has a bigger penis than him. So she gets in a fist, he gets in a fist fight with her slash him uh, in Hollywood. And I guess he was booked for assault. Guy's a black belt in kung fu, okay? So even with his pants around his ankles, he's still a better fighter than most. But that is the type of odd thing you see in B-level celebrities because you're A-level. Who's to say Beyonce and Jay-Z don't get in shit like that every week? But they have better handlers. So stuff is, is, you know, swept under the rug. Maybe Beyonce doesn't get up to such trouble, but Jay-Z's a former gangbanger. So, you know, it's up for grabs. But when it comes to some celebrities, they get this, not just the level of celebrity, they get this extra level where it's, I like to, if you're into video games, this is the, you know, the boss level celebrity and they're bigger than life. You know, Chuck Norris has that bigger than life thing. Chuck has become this indestructible killing machine, mainly because his films are about him being an indestructible killing machine. Much like Arnold Schwarzenegger in The Terminator, but more of a human version. Because he would smile and actually be nice to people, but he'd still kick the shit out of everybody by the time the episode's over. So all of that together is what leads us to today's episode, Hugh Jackman is the new Chuck Norris. On today's Caffeinated Humor. Side note before we begin, this Second part of the episode is from a blog post that I wrote uh, February 21st. I believe it's 2012. So this is back almost a decade ago. So bear with it. It has some very time of that era type things in it. That being said, here we go. So Hugh Jackman is on David Letterman tonight. That bastard lives under a lucky star. He plays all these manly roles that women shit themselves over. A friend of mine has begun texting me Lucky Hugh sayings. And they appear to be a lot like the Chuck Norris sayings. Like Chuck Norris can is so fast he can sidekick you tomorrow. Wait, I said that wrong. Okay, Chuck Norris is so fast he can sidekick you yesterday, tomorrow. But here's my current favorite top five Hugh Jackman's Lucky Hugh sayings. Number one, Hugh Jackman has to move pussy out of the way to get out of his house. Number two, Hugh has a tattoo on the end of his dick that says next. Number three, Hugh Jackman lost his virginity in the maternity ward shortly after birth. Number four, Hugh Jackman can impregnate a woman just by thinking about it. Number five, in bars, women try to slip Hugh Jackman roofies. And they go on and on like that. They're basically kind of like the same Chuck Norris thing. Chuck Norris drives around in an ice cream truck made out of human skulls. I mean, just weird shit that is is supposed to make him look. When Chuck cries, tears go down down the back of his head because they're afraid to go down the front. Now, none of these are setting the world on fire comedy wise, but they're at least moderately amusing. Besides, it's late, I can't sleep. I mean, you take your entertainment where you can find it at 2 a.m. Now, a few ladies I know on Facebook are quite worked up over the whole Hugh Jackman appearance. 
I'm sure that many a neck massager's batteries are being drained as we speak. Pace yourself, ladies. I have it on good authority from a friend of mine that rubbing a raw spot on your lady bits, never pleasant, rarely worth it, and takes a while to heal. And yet, for all my sarcasm, I like you as an actor. Why, you might ask? Because I'm a nerd. The man played Wolverine in the X-Men movies, for God's sake. You can live on that kind of karma with me for the rest of your career. That was one of my favorite comic books growing up, and I collected a lot of them. However, I never kept them in any kind of condition that you'd be able to sell them for the tidy profit later in life. I didn't have that kind of longevity type of look at the future. I tend to have a nervous habit of chewing the corners of the pages as I read. It's a twisted combination of having been in Catholic school and basic insecurity. So you get caught chewing gum in Catholic school, and that's detention. You might, it, if it's a, a numerous offenses, you might get expelled. However, you're caught chewing paper. That's weird. Stop it. No detention, no expulsion. Now, the nun that ran the school library hated me with a passion because I read a lot. And I damaged a lot of her books. I can't blame her, really. Now, I've kicked the habit as an adult, more or less, mainly because I'm addicted to the Amazon Kindle, not from any sort of willpower on my part. So no more paper is involved. I don't have any. I have caffeine, and I have my Kindle. My addiction dance card is basically filled. And if you think that Kindle does not have a certain addiction factor attached to it, you either don't have one, or you're semi-illiterate. Either way, it's my thing. As far as addictions go, it's not all that bad. Reading is beneficial. Everybody says that, but I think it has to, a lot to do with what you read. So I made myself... I used to read pure fantasy and science fiction, and then when I was 12, I was reading so much shit, my mother said she put a moratorium on reading fantasy and science fiction. So I spent two years reading the classics, and I read pretty much all of them. And then, when I turned 14, I was allowed to go back and read the stuff I love. So, when you find yourself getting honked at because you missed the green light at the signal because you were reading your Kindle, eh, you gotta tone yourself down. You know, maybe an intervention might help, but it could just end up into a book reading or a book signing. But if you want to compare addictions, eh, meth or heroin, I mean, this is almost not even in the category here. And you get to keep your teeth. So once again, my actions are golden. I love how that works. See, when you write the blog or do the podcast yourself, you get to say what you want. It's your world. And now it's time for some coffee. (music) 